sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a dime from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in uh, Birdland. It's uh, Anson Tempest along with uh, Chip Darkstad. Your weekend edition of For the Birds. Uh, well into March now. Um, hasn't been a fast start to sugaring. There's been some that have boiled and made uh, pure Vermont maple, but uh, haven't had that sort of uh, really kind of warm day yet. You know, that things really loosen up. We've had squalls. We've had a little bit of snow. We've had um, a little bit of everything this week. Yeah, I think the, we had the warmest spell in February this year, didn't we? <laughs> it would appear that way. I know. There's been at least flurries, it seems, most days. Yeah. Uh, so it feels more like winter this month than it did last month. Yeah. Judging by the, the snow banks, we're, uh, we're back on schedule. Looks like uh, yeah. here in Cabot, looks like we're already on schedule. And uh, Nuthatch has continued to get their energy from the uh, suet and uh, moving about. So all good. Nice. You must get uh, red-breasted nut hatches at your place, Hanson. Yes, we get mostly red-breasted nut hatches, and there's an occasional white-breasted that comes, but mostly I'm counting one, two, three, four red-breasteds right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm being in, in Burlington now, I, I mostly get white-breasted. I, I miss those little red-breasted guys. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they're adorable. So. Anyway, um, so it's it's um, an interesting sighting. We want to talk about, uh, believe it or not, even though it's you know, not you know, not a you know powerful spring yet, there are arrivals that are coming. Yeah, you know, we've been talking about grackles and red-winged blackbirds showing up, although I have not yet seen them for myself. I know they're out there, and people are seeing them. Um, sometimes coming to feeders. Sometimes, um, I think seen in like Delta Park, for example, so where there might be places where they will be nesting come spring. But they are around, and we'll see more and more of those as the month goes on. Uh, I heard of um, a couple of other interesting early birds, a sandhill crane at Fort Casson, seen by Jim Osborne. And uh, way down in Bennington, uh, American woodcock already. Oh, wow. And then on the other side of the state, down towards Brattleboro area, um, uh, pine-billed grebe already. So definitely the, the, the early birds are arriving. Mm. Well, that's interesting. The, uh, the woodcock is one of my favorite birds, but uh, that's usually uh, April when it's mud season is when I think of the woodcock, though. Yeah. You know, and it's the thing about these early migrants is, you know, just a couple show up here and there to tease us and, and not all over the state. So, you know, for sure, something like Woodcock, there'll be a smattering throughout the month. By the end of the month into April, then we'll start seeing them pretty much all over the state in an appropriate habitat. Yeah. Sometimes uh, Southern Vermont can be a, a couple of weeks ahead of us. So that makes sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, the Champlain Valley uh, as well. I'm listening to uh, a bird um, I think you told me was we have an osprey sighting already too yeah I, I was really surprised at that one um, you know ospreys do come back fairly early usually though towards the end of March 
know, they don't um, winter that far away, um, relatively speaking. You know, they're, they're year-round in the Carolinas, and the, near the coast, and Georgia, Florida, uh, along the Gulf Coast. And then they spend the win- you know, some winter all the way down into uh, uh, Central and South America, even the Amazon Basin. Uh, but um, there's already been a, one sighting, at least, in Shelburne, Vermont, sitting on a nest platform. Um, and, you know, with, probably looking around, probably looking at lots of snow. But there's, there is plenty of open water as well. So, uh, you know, I'm sure the hunting won't be too hard, at least, uh, uh, you know, if it's near the lake. Yeah, that's Lake um, this time of year, uh, back in the day, many years ago, I used to go to spring training game, games down in Florida. And it was, I spent more time, it was in Dunedin, which is home of the Blue Jays. Uh, but they used to nest on the on the lights at the ballpark, and it was kind of fun to watch them in between innings um, come and go, um, grab a fish, bring it back to the nest. But they were they were all over the place at the ballpark down in uh, Dunedin. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and now look how common they've become in the Northeast too, and uh, across their range. That that used to be a bird that was in big trouble uh, in the era of DDT and. Uh, it's made a huge comeback, thankfully. You know, in that uh, uh, stretch between uh, Winooski and the islands on 89, sometimes there's that there's some water to the left and right of you. I think there's uh, there might be a platform out there that you can uh, you can see them. Yeah, yeah, and going up um, to Sandbar State Park, uh, the road approaching Sandbar Route Two, and then. Uh, either side of the causeway, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a great place place for osprey. Uh, you know, again, maybe towards the end of the month, but uh, uh, at least one has already been seen in the state. Yeah. Oh, update: uh, there is a white-breasted nuthatch now on the feeder. I just saw that. All right. So there That's we go. Good set. Light breaking, um, fighting with the chickadees. Good stuff. <laughs> um, grab and go, grab and go, grab and go. That's what it is. You know, good stuff. <laughs> We've been talking about the uh, osprey, um, and that's a bird that just feasts on fish, right? Yeah, I, you know, I don't know if they eat other things like frogs, or maybe, but as far as I know, they only eat fish. Um, it's you know, and it's one of the few birds that is worldwide. Uh, it's, I believe. Get this right on every single continent except Antarctica. So they nest across Europe and Asia. Uh, I don't know if they nest in Africa, but they definitely winter in Africa. Uh, they nest in Australia. Um, they don't nest in South America, but they winter in South America. So it's one of the few birds, along with barn swallow, maybe a couple of others, peregrine falcon, that. Uh, are found can be seen every single continent in the world except Antarctica. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. And um, for a while there, we didn't have a lot. Uh, we didn't have a big population, but uh, through some some work of some folks, maybe maybe three decades ago, they started putting up uh, platforms, and the habitat returned. And lo and behold, we've got a good population of uh, osprey now. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And and the and the banning of DDT. Um, certainly helped too because just like bald eagle and peregrine falcon ospreys suffered from nest failure <clears throat> there was plenty of food for them but that food uh, 
often contaminated with DDT and uh, worked its way up the food chain. And uh, osprey, um, you know, couldn't nest successfully, but uh, big comeback, and the nest platforms uh, help augment that. So it's definitely one of the the conservation success stories, and uh, you know, awesome bird to see in the summer in Vermont on almost you know, any waterways in Vermont rivers, lakes, Lake Champlain. Yeah, good stuff. The uh, osprey. Well, there you have it. Um, hope everyone gets to um, visit a sugar house. Open house weekend is the uh, 25th and 26th. And if you don't make it that weekend, you can uh, do the following weekend. Um, get, a, get a little uh, maple syrup in your your system, maybe a little sap spa. Um, and, um, and then we'll see some spring arrivals, too. We'll be hearing... Uh, you know, the red-winged blackbirds, the bluebirds, the woodcock, of course, the osprey, all those wonderful birds making their way back to Vermont. Good stuff. Here, Anson, here's my uh, maple tip of the day. Hmm. <laughs> maple syrup on baked brie. Oh. Chopped walnuts and cranberries. How about that? <laughs> that sounds That sounds so. Do you do you warm the brie a little bit or it just it, doesn't yeah, matter? You, you bake it. Yeah, you bake it for 20 minutes and... Uh, maple syrup on there good stuff yeah and you can do that with um, I went to a, a get together once and they had a cheddar cheese and they uh, you dunked your chunks of cheddar into the maple syrup and that was that was like you had a little toothpick in the uh, in nice. the in the cheddar that worked out fine too so I think you're onto something there cheese and uh, maple so. <laughs> good stuff well, culinary tips and bird tips, uh, thank you. Um, we'll do it again next week. Until then, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darmstadt. Or the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet.